Live from New York, it's the Presidential Alert System. Beep, we sent, beep, beep, we beep, sent beep, out an alert to everyone today to let them know Ask an Engineer tonight. It's happening right now. We hacked all the phones. Thank you, everybody. Right, welcome to Ask an Engineer. Hi. It's this me, engineer. Lady Ada. I am the engineer. With me is Mr. Lady Ada, the uh, camera control expert and uh, audio like and video that. clip player and other things. You, you have many skills and talents. You know Something like that. every uh, Star Trek Next Generation uh, yeah. episode. And yeah. we're broadcasting live from the Adafruit Factory here in downtown Manhattan. Soho is where we do all the design, testing, manufacturing, support and shipping of all the electronics that you know and love and, and use and the tutorials that you uh, build projects off of and some of the costumes that you're going to be building this Halloween October. Halotober. It's happening. Halloween is happening right now, basically. It started in August, but now we're actually in the middle of Halloween. Halloween only ends if you wanted to. So sure. it is. Uh, well, we've got an exciting show for you tonight with all sorts of spooky electronics. New products, costumes, right. uh, some it's not out yet. What's on tonight's show? On tonight's show, the code is BUNDLE. 10% off the native fruit store all the way up to 11.59 p.m. Eastern Time. 10% off everything except for Box and gift certificates. It supports us, an open source hardware company here in New York City. We make electronics. We don't have funding. It is only possible if you pick up some electronics but use the code BUNDLE to save something tonight. Show and tell people around the world showing and sharing their projects. Lady Ada will talk about that. Pack the mailbag and stop by. Read your letters to us. Time travel. Look around the world. Makers, hackers, artists, engineers. Current events and more. Main New York City. Some great factory footage and us making stuff around here. 3D printing. New products. Some really cool top secret. With like four weeks in a row top secret. It's good. Answer your questions and we do that on Discord. If you're watching us across all the internets, on video, go to adafruit.it slash discord. That'll take you to the chat room where we're all at. I'll give away something at the end, all that and more on, you guessed it, Ask an Engineer. Yes. All right. It's another week. Okay, well, let's uh, let's pay some bills. Yep. Um, when people are shopping, not only do they have that discount, which is bundle. 10%. They have things like, oh, more free stuff free that's in the cart. Free stuff. They get $99 or more. You get a free promo proto half-size breadboard. It's just like those half-size solderless breadboards that you love and make projects with, whether it's CircuitPython or Raspberry Pi. And uh, maybe you're like, I want to make my project a little more permanent. We'll get a Permaproto. Comes free with your order, $99 or more. Uh, $199 or more, you get free UPS ground shipping. This is great, high-quality shipping. This is a shipping that will actually get to you when they say they're going to get to you. Uh, it's got tracking numbers. You can see it move across the country. Available in the lower 48. 299 or more, you get a free Circuit Playground Express, our all-in-one beginner board uh, that teaches you all about electronics using MakeCode, CircuitPython, uh, Code.org, CS Discoveries, or even Arduino. It's got packed full of LEDs and sensors and buttons and good stuff, and uh, that's all the freebies. So you always have something free you can uh, get if you put enough stuff in your cart. For shipping, UPS, Postal, and DHL, UPS, Domestic, um, that's our suggestion, U.S., Postal, if you are okay with waiting a little bit longer, DHL International, and a little bit of a note, we are not shipping on Columbus Day because the Postal Service considers that a holiday. UPS will go out, but um, USPS will not, so keep that in mind. There's banners on our site, we had to let you know. And then also, same-day service, if you check out before 11 a.m. on our site, you have same-day delivery in New York City. Lady Ada was a packed house tonight on Show & Tell. It was. Who was on the Show & Tell? And what did they share with the world this week? I'm glad you asked. We started off with JP. Well, that's not in chronological order. It's just the order you put them down in. Um, Written down order. 
We went down on our JP, had a kitten butt micro bit. So picked up a couple micro bits from the Adafruit shop and also a micro bit cricket. This is our robotics platform for micro bit. We actually sold out. Maybe we have a couple more in stock now, but he's actually been playing around with having one micro bit as a remote control and the other micro bit will, you know, read the messages from Bluetooth and then move motor. So just a little demo with some, a cat that moves its ears up and down um, based on the little kitten bot enclosure. Um, so that's a good demo. Don't forget uh, JP's guide for the jump scare trap. Um, for the Halloween, it just uh, Halloween just came out, and he's going to be having a live stream tomorrow where he builds his next project. What is it? Well, there's a couple hints and and tips on uh, on Instagram and on Twitter, but I think if you just you should tune in, you should find out what's he gonna make. But something really cool and something he's really good at. Um, Phil B uh, showed off two mini demos for Halloween. He made a guide on um, you can wear the Halloween as a badge, uh, just like around your neck, or clip it to your costume. And he did one demo with a Star Trek communicator badge. So we're definitely on theme here with the Star Trek. Another demo where you can wear it has a little Mario character. And when you jump, it plays the Mario jump sound. It can detect when you're jumping. So it uses the accelerometer. So a fun little easy project um, with Halloween. If you don't want to, you just want to add something to your costume, maybe have a sound when it jumps or sound when, you know, you touch it. Um, really easy to add sound effects. No Pedro shut off this week's 3D printing project. We'll um, have the video for that. It's a... Uh, Bowsette, Bowserette crown. I don't know which way it is, but it's like half Bowser, half Princess Peach. Uh, it's really cute. It's got big LEDs for gems. Um, Roberto, we printed a Masaka mask. This is from the Star Trek, Star Trek Next Generation episode masks. Yeah. Which, yes, uh, it was yeah, very, like a, like a very probe, intense. Probe like takes over, and like Brent Spiner did an excellent job as Data, and he really got out of character. One of the best episodes yeah. um i like inner light that's my favorite episode but i haven't seen this one but maybe. um it doesn't have a cool mask you just get it like there's a flute there's, there's a, a flute yeah but this one has yeah. masks and he said as a teenager it was a very um intense episode and and sometimes like these things stick with you and, and by 3d printing yeah. he was actually kind of able to kind of come to terms with his feelings about this episode because some of yeah. the star trek next generations are very um they're all emotionally lessons. intense they're all lessons like there's there are lessons in diplomacy yeah. and like you know the being the best possible and humans hr and, we can and be, yeah. like how space to, hr how to like live with people who you may not have the same yeah. culture or, or background and what to do with the hollow there, deck there's lots of crashes. analogies yeah so um really cool and then he made a little one for the halloween which is like so cute yeah. uh maybe we'll post up this file so if you want to go as um if you have a star trek costume you can go as um Brett Spiner slash data, or you could just dress up your um, Halloween. Um, Kathy, who wrote a, a book on make about um, basic robots, go pick up her book. Um, Kathy Cesari, I think is how you say yep. her last name. Um, she built three cardboard robots with a Circuit Playground Express and two servos. That's kind of cool. She was like, okay, let's try the Circuit Playground Express, maybe with make, make code or Circuit Python. So she made a bump and turn bot. Um, she made a stumble bot, and then the demo she showed was an inch bot. It's like an inchworm bot, and it just kind of like inches along. Um, very simple robots, which use the sensors on the Circuit Playground Express, and then the servo for motion, and then like the decision making, which is make code. So she's like, this is this is a robot, and um, it worked really well. It was very simple, and she's she said cardboard is it's low cost. You should be aware that it you know will break eventually because it's cardboard. It's not meant to be uh, a long term um, build platform. Um, Akita um, builds like really intense uh, cosplay fursuits and this week showed up with an auto synchronizing like mesh network using DMX over the NRF 24 L01. This is like a pretty 
intense project, but it can detect when um, network, like wireless nodes enter and leave the mesh and it will automatically resynchronize. And he had them all like having the same LED display. So he's like working on this really intense um, like sensor mesh network, but it's for costuming. Uh, so when he goes to uh, for conferences, yeah. that he can have multiple people it's have all synchronized. Yeah, for yep. raves, everything can have their their light strips synchronized. And uh, Adam uh, back in the shop, he's got some great pics of a wire bonded chip, and he's he's working on like a new interface to his uh, scan electron microscope. Um, he's had many adventures around the country, but he uh, he's made his way back home. And there's no place like your home scanning electron microscope. <laughs> home is where the vacuum tubes are and uh, that's what we had okay all participants on the show and tell get and as seen on the show and tell sticker or other stuff if uh, you show up email support at adafruit.com if you run the show and tell send you a sticker oh and I forgot Toaster also showed off um, a costume start of a costume costume but he's going to come back yep it's part of our Adafruit live series of shows JP's show is tomorrow don't forget to watch it here is a couple previews from previous shows and what's coming up next Every time you all send us nice emails, we read it every week at our weekly meeting called State of the Fruit. We also read them here. This is from Ben. I couldn't find the right category for this, but I want to say thank you for the great products, your great service, and the great example you set for our kids in STEM. Thanks, Ben. Thanks, Ben. Okay. Um, don't forget, we're over on Discord. Discord. Um, make Code Minute. We also do a uh, Make Code Minute. It's so good, sometimes it's two minutes. And um, Make Code Minute is part of JP show and it uses um, if you want to check it out makecode.adafruit.com lots of little skills and because makecode is yeah. simple you can actually teach something in about two minutes yep super good for kids and also if you're just uh, looking to do we use it for quick demos too it's like if you want to do like a neopixel pattern on a circuit playground you can do it really fast with this so take it away JP Yes, that's right. It's the Make Code Minute. And on today's Make Code Minute, I wanted to talk about using the Circuit Playground Express with Make Code as a USB keyboard. So what I have going on in this code right here is just two very simple things. I have two on button press events or button click events. So on button A, I am going to type the word hummingbird. And then on button B, I'm going to type the words rocket pants. Right? Uh, so you could type single letters, you can type uh, function keys, media keys, up and down arrows, um, but I've chosen to use it as sort of a uh, helpful little input device. So I'm going to switch to something where you can see some text input. Okay, so here you can see I'm writing a letter to Phil, and I say, hey, Phil, it is time to deploy, and then I'm just going to press one button rocket pants. And you can see uh, to take over the donut shop. That place is full of, and I'm going to hit the other button, hummingbird. Hummingbirds? Let me move this out of the way. Hummingbird. i got to go back and add an S. Uh, okay, so that's kind of a silly example, but uh, you can see that using uh, make code and these 
little USB keyboard input blocks, you can do a ton of stuff. So the way I've uh, set this up is by clicking on this advanced tab and choosing extensions. From here you add USB keyboard and that gives you this category of blocks. So you can type in a uh, command, you can hold a key down, and then you can do these media keys I mentioned, like uh, volume up and down or mute, and uh, function keys as well as page up, page down. So uh, there's a lot of interesting things that you can do with a uh, keyboard entry from things like light levels, tilting the Circuit Playground Express, uh, the buttons like I've shown you, and so on. So that is our Make Code Minute. And it's time for some CircuitPython news. We like to call it Code Plus Community because that's what it is. It's all the cool open source stuff that's going on, the live development that you see in Discord, all the um, neat stuff we're posting all the time. Our newsletter, I think it was the best one we've ever done yet. I mean, I every week is every the week best. Every week it's better. It's everywhere. Yeah, so if you haven't already, go to adafruitdaily.com, sign go up now. for Python and microcontrollers. Sign up. We added a ton of stuff this week. I just want to do some highlights. Um, we're adding a special section. Um, every week we have how many libraries? So we have over 100 already. Um, our whole goal is supporting as much hardware. That's why we did CircuitPython, make it easy for beginners. So already out of the gate, since we've been doing this, over 100 libraries, um, we're going to show which ones that we're doing for which devices. Yep. And um, we're also going to be talking to the community because there's people like, oh, I want to write a driver, I want to do a library. So we'll have ways for you to do that. And I'll talk about yes. that a little bit yes. more. Yes, I'm so, so excited. It's a Hacktober. Um, yeah, it's a good work. Katnian team who's doing this. You'll see that on the newsletter every single week now, which I think is super cool. Um, next up, um, also in the newsletter, um, Deshipu did this great Circuit Python badge. Look at this. It's so cool. It's this like is, an eight, it's like a 16 by 16 badge or yeah. something. And then it's got eight buttons and like a switch and an SD card and it's, yeah. it's CircuitPython powered. And so one of the cool things is we're seeing, um, we showed last week the little minifig, yeah. CircuitPython SAMD. Yeah. This is CircuitPython. So what we want to do is also get CircuitPython, even if we don't make the hardware, we want to make it really easy for people to run CircuitPython because that's the whole goal is get more and more hardware out there that's easy to use. It shows up as a USB drive. You can use any ID you want yeah. and getting more people to contribute. There's more people doing Python than other types of coding. Um, depends, but usually that's true. And there's more. I, I think the future of microcontroller programming is Python. I mean, it's a it's a big part of it. I think it's not the only way, but it's a big. I no, think it's going to be a big part. I of think. It. I mean, we saw in programming um, up to a couple of years ago, Python wasn't the majority, most popular yeah. programming language. But in the last I few years, Java, it, it has. Yeah, things but, change over but time. But things change. And I do yeah. think, as you know, as languages continue, I think Rust has a future, of course, and C and C always do. But I think Python is 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 quite interesting. It's a very good match, I think, for yeah. microcontrollers, especially something like a badge where you don't have a lot of processing power you need, but you want to make it easy to modify and easy to program. That's where Python's really great. I mean, we've been to so many hacker cons. Um, we don't even want to admit which ones we've been to because we're so old. And the ones that did have badges, eventually, you know, badges showed up and they were, yeah. it was like literally, okay, solder on this like TSOP chip and then load, you know, DFU util. And it, now it's like you just plug it in, shows up as a drive, edit it. Um, I think that will get more people hacking their badges. I think it is a little challenging when it's like, okay, you need to, you know, do driver swaps and Zadig on your Windows 7 laptop to get um, your badge hacking going. So I, I think it's a perfect fit for badges. Okay. And then also in the newsletter, speaking of like where things are going, this is a Feather format FPGA that's going to run CircuitPython. Yeah. Woo! This I is happening right happen. now. So this is the um, folks from Tiny FPGA. There's and this is cool the Ice 40. Ice 40, and yep. there's a cool 
Raspberry Pi camera connector on it. So you can see all this stuff is starting to come together. Yeah, the tiny FPGA person actually contacted us and said, do you want to carry your tiny FPGA? And we, we will. We, we have an order open for some, some tiny FPGA BXs. Yeah, we'll have those in the store. And now. I was like, you know what? The BX is actually very similar in layout to the Feather. I said, do you want to make a Feather format? Because then you get all of the Feather wings. You know, we have um, 100 Feather wings and we have um, Python code for them and Arduino code. And so... Um, they were like, oh, yeah, that's a really good idea. And, and yeah, it all fits nicely. And they even have a little space for the camera connector on the end. Um, so you could do ICE40, which is, it's not, you know, 100% open source, but it's open sourcer than other FPGAs. <laughs> and so I think um, I've, I've definitely heard from everybody who's into, who's been interested in doing FPGAs, this is kind of what people are, are really excited about because there's a tool chain that they can use without dropping an NDA or tons of money. Okay. So that's in there. Also, we have some Moon News. So Moo is the easiest, best, we think, um, way to get started with writing Python. It has Pygame Zero in it. It has our stuff in it. And this week, yeah, it's a plotter. This week, new feature. Not only is there a bunch of translations, but um, the Halloween board's in there. Yay. So that happened. Great. Moo 1.01. Yeah. Check it out. And if you're like me and you're having hard times keeping track of all this stuff, we have our awesome list. Um, that's a good resource. And then also, we have to give a big shout out to DigiKey, Maker.io, um, they worked with us and we said, hey, you know what would be great is to have a place on DigiKey where it has all the, not even just Adafruit stuff, all the boards that run Python, all the microcontrollers. So there's, if you go to your browser, type python.digikey.com, and there's this giant resource, probably one of the best ones on the web right now that has all the boards yep. that can run Python. Yep. And DigiKey um, did that with us. So we think this is a big deal. This is where... We're seeing the shifter just like, oh, wow, like, this is a really, it's time. It's a really good resource. Um, so DigiKey has that resource. Of course, if you want to go on our site, it's adafruit.com slash circuitpython. Yeah. You can see all our boards. But if you want to see other boards, some even boards that we don't have Yeah, right some now. of those boards that are on there are embedded Linux that yeah. are also running Python or like a mini Python. Um, not like MicroPython, but actually just a, a smaller version of Python that is um, a still a full version of Python 3, yeah. but for embedded Linux with limited memory. But again, oh. I think... I think Python 3 is, is great for embedded Linux devices. So, uh, real, quick, uh, real quick, what was the onboard uh, microcontroller for the FPGA? You know, I actually don't know because they didn't release schematics, I think. But if I had to guess, it's probably like an LPC11U35 or something. Okay. Which does the USB to serial and JTAG. But I'm just guessing. Will there be like a SAMD on there too to do other stuff? or like? I, you know, it's up to TDFPGA. I, yeah. I didn't ask them for the schematic um, or, or the design. I figured they wanted to wait till it was released. Um, okay. You know, you might want to um, ask them on, on Twitter. I know that they plus where they got the photo from if you look for that teeny F, at TeenyFPGA. Yeah. I think that they could add SMD21 eventually. That could be a good coprocessor. But they also should probably go with whatever they know best. Okay. So as you can tell, we've jammed all this stuff in the newsletter. There's a lot. Um, so sign up for it because it's hard to... We could do. We could probably do a whole CircuitPython show. Yeah, easily. Um, but we're doing Ask an Engineer. <laughs> At least for now. Yeah, cover everything. a section yeah. of CircuitPython. So anyways, um, you can get all that Adafruit Daily. That's where we do our newsletters because we don't spam people. And that's why we did a separate site for newsletters just to prove it. Time travel. Look back in the world of hackers, makers, artists, engineers. I have a little bit of an update. On our site, if you go to adafruit.com slash blog, we have resources for everyone in the U.S. that we link to for registering to vote deadlines. In New York, it's October 12th by online in a form. Um, it's a big deal this year for lots of different people for lots of different reasons. We're giving everyone at Adafruit the day off, the paid day off. Every um, year, not just... Not just this year. Not just this election, no, but every this, election. Yeah, this year going forward. Yeah. Um, so every year, November 5th, um, or whatever voting yeah. day ends up being, um, 
payday off. We encourage all the other maker founder, maker CEO companies, people that are in this electronic space all over the country. You can give your, everyone likes a day off. Um, we're giving the day off. We're still um, uh, stuck with all the regular rules that New York has and other, well, other states have different rules. But you know, you have to make sure your employees can vote. And if they don't, there's, there's rules and we have, you know, they're posted. So for some people, they're just gonna still come in, they have a float holiday. And some people are like, yay, I'm gonna do my civic duty. Maybe I'll do poll working. Maybe I'll go and help people get to the polls. Or maybe I'll just take the day off. But we wanted to, maybe move more companies thinking about this being a national holiday. Yeah. Um, I think someone on, I think Dan um, said, oh, uh, he, he posted up, someone was talking about this, so they're like, oh, uh, every, there should be a national electron day. Electron day. And yeah. I was like, that's a kind of cool idea too. But no, this is election day and we're giving people the day off. Um, okay. A few other things. This is um, October. It's National Breast Cancer Awareness Month. You'll see a little pink ribbon on our site. We'll have some blog posts and more. We also have Halloween posts. All month long. Tag, it's Halloween month. Tag your project, a tag your project, uh, pound electronic Halloween. Then yesterday, Lady Ada, you were in an event yes. at Ad Week called "Seeing Is Believing," and it was part of the female lead. You were in this book, and this is Edwina, and you on stage. Yeah, they were so, hanging out. Yeah, and you talked for about an hour about all sorts of things, but uh, mostly how to get more, um, particularly the young women into electronics you told your story Edwina told her story also some of the challenges that come with running a company she ran a company with like 1500 employees yeah. around the world yeah um you That's know and she talked a little bit about that that was really interesting and I talked about what it's like to wear native fruit and some of the things I've learned yeah. and and it was I thought a really great discussion what's nice is that it was it was a really chill audience and they were really interested so we had yeah. a lot of back and forth with them they had questions and we, they would help lead the discussion which you can do when there's a smaller so uh, crowd not like a huge auditorium go to thefemalelead.com and you can actually gift a book it's free for free to any school and it has these amazing profiles all these women including our lady ada so you go to the site this is edwina's passion project she called it and this is something that it's free you go to the site a book is sent if you to the know school. yeah if you have a yep. school maybe you know a school or your school near you and you think that they will they'll give it to the library yep. um, it's a beautiful book the photos are amazing the stories are amazing um they're everything it's not just like you know hard driving ceos you know one of the most uh, amazing stories is a, a woman who um escaped from north korea and yep. she told her story of what that was like and what it was like growing up and moving and, and moving to a different culture um, and it was really interesting you know it's 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 leadership in many ways not just CEO owner or like you know they have um, you know director of like the European banking system like it's not only that or but there are people from from finance and sports and art and music and dance and acting um, really am, am amazing people some of whom you've heard and some of whom you should have heard of and now you will okay looks up um, don't forget the codes bundle. 10% off. Of um, okay, we're an open source hardware company. Yes, we still are. We Every still week, are. you should ask us, we are. are we still are? We yeah. are this we week, are. yes. We still are. But I have, yes. I have an announcement, and this is just in like the open source hardware world. So, uh, we had a jobs board a long time ago. It was yeah. super successful. It was amazing. It was really good. It People was were using it all the time. It was so great. And it was an open source jobs board that um, it just had a lot of issues with it. So we had to stop using the jobs board because it was just way too much to rebuild it and there wasn't support for it and they, no more updates. So this is just a little walk down 
Jobs work past. These are some of the graphics. Oh I have. man, remember this? Oh, remember, remember when yeah. we had a job board and help yeah. on it? And it would be really great if one day we yeah. had a jobs board and again. And we used to do this because we wanted to help the open source community because jobs boards have the few things going on with them that ain't good. Yeah. One is it's all sketchy and scams. Not jobs.adafruit.com, which is in beta. You can try it right now. Jobs.adafruit.com. Um, all you need is an Adafruit account. We don't charge. All of the jobs and applications are reviewed, um, the skills that are posted, so there's no like malware or scams or anything. And we do a re we, we say, okay, this is a safe place for people in the maker community because in the forums and on Discord, people are like, I have money, I want you to pay someone to do a project. And it's hard to this sometimes, it's like if you're not online at the exact same time, it was somebody who's offering their skills. So what you're saying is that people can go to aidfruit.com slash jobs right now? Jobs.adafruit.com. Jobs jobs yeah, we're soft launching right now. And it's there's something there. Yeah. Is it a new site? Yeah, you, you, all you need is an Adafruit account and you can post your skills or post a job. But how much do they have to pay? Zero. No, they can't zero. be zero. Zero? Zero. There's other jobs that are out there, including in the maker world, that cost money, not ours. It's free. free it's for, free? Free for the Is it community. free for posting? It's free for posting. What if skills? it's free that free you... Free for applying? Applying. Yeah. Free all the way. That's free. It's just free. That's free. Hmm. That's free. All you need is an account. Yeah. So, free. so that's that's what we're doing, and this is to help out the community. There's also people that say, I have all these skills. I want to maybe leave my job. Here's all the stuff that I want to do, and they post up their skill set. Um, we have people who work at Adafruit because of the Adafruit Jobs Board. And we have companies that I do not consider competitors, but some people would say, oh, you're, you're competing, you're in the same space, and they use the Jobs Board, and they yeah. say, we have gotten the most qualified candidates from the Jobs Board, because again, it's free, and uh, we talk about it, and it's all the people in the make community, and uh, it's a gift from us. We think it's yeah. a really useful thing. So uh, it's a secret. So that's what we're doing. But check it out, yeah. jobs.adafruit.com. Um, okay, so back to the open source okay. stuff. We have 1,593 guides, Lady Ada. What were the guides this week? Oh, we had a bunch of great guides. Okay, first up, we had the OS for Ohm guide for that video. We showed it last week. Amazing job by uh, Colin, Musical Stylings, and also, of course, uh, people here at Adafruit. Um, uh, Barney and Angelica who uh, did a lot of singing and um, we have a guide that has a transcript and, and you know if you don't want to watch the video you can go through and see the photos and text and then um, we also have the Halloween jump scare trap which we showed a little mini video of um, and that's JP's uh, weekly project from last week so using a PIR sensor the Halloween and um, a servo to um, drop something scary on a person uh, when it detects that they've moved because it's a PIR sensor. We have the last wing, last minute Halloween accoutrements with Halloween. Again, like uh, we sh I talked about with show and tell, um, Phil B did this one. Um, turn your Halloween into a com badge. When you touch it, it plays a little com badge sound. Or when you jump, it plays a jumping sound. And of course, you can customize it. So when you touch it, it plays anything you want. It displays any graphic. Or when you jump, it displays any graphic and plays any sound. It's just two examples of um, very simple projects that you can use to make your costume even better than it is now. We've got the Princess Peach LED crown. It's kind of like half Bowser, half Princess Peach. And we'll show the video shortly. It's part of our 3D Hangouts weekly project. From Dano here at Adafruit, we've got the Halloween Sentry Bot with Cricket and Circuit Playground Express. The Circuit Playground Express listens with the microphone, um, has a light sensor, and also I think it has another sensor and it will detect when there's um, motion or movement and it will spring to action and become very spooky and like crunch its jaws and like move its feet and um, tell people to get away from your candy. It's kind of like a, it's kind of like a spooky, 
evil spider bot. I don't know exactly what it is, but it's uh, it's spooky. And um, the part four of the reef pie guide, epic guide using a raspberry pie to care for uh, saltwater or freshwater reefs. I think they're all freshwater. Um, you know, you want to keep the temperature. You want to top up the water. Um, this uh, week's project is how to top up water by uh, measuring the temperature level. Uh, sorry, the, the water level, and then um, turning on a pump to add a little bit more water until the water sensor goes off. So good if you want to be able to leave and not keep your, uh, you don't want to, of course, flood your uh, apartment, but you also don't want the water to dip down so low from um, just evaporation and that uh, your reef goes dry. That's not good either. So this is a good way to keep track of your very nice reefs. And of course, they come with beautiful photos of the author's reefs. Um, these are gorgeous um, images of the coral and stuff. So check those out. That's the guys we had this week. Okay. Next up, uh, we have some made in New York City factory footage and more. Take it away, Adafruit Factory. We.
to wrap up our factory footage. We've got some soldering. Yeah, this is hand soldering OLEDs. Time lapse here. Onto uh, the Pi OLEDs. So this yep. is actually something that will, uh, it's one of the new products. So we solder these by hand, but we're really good at it. And here is the Adafruit Factory. Falls asleep to every single night. Right outside the windows here. Oh, it's nice. Okay. Nice clouds. Um, we've got some 3D printing news more um it's just a couple videos but a uh, special thanks to jed schachter and the project yeah we got um, many others were able to put together um this, this is the we the rosies yeah we got a 3d printed thank you trophy because we printed out some parts and sent it off so yeah and we helped promote shout it shout out to dano here and then us who worked on it yeah and then shout out to of course everybody who contributed yeah. it was like it was like a thousand people contributed um individual parts for this massive we the rosies Yep. Um, sculpture, and then I think you can probably find this online if you want to print your own. You little can print one. that. Yep. A lot easier than printing out a thousand pieces. All right. So what's on the okay three D printed? Yep. We have a couple of videos. Take it away, Don Pedro. Okay. video 
it's getting to be Halloween time, so enjoy. Yeah, it goes. Wednesday 3D Hangouts with Noah and Pedro. Um, we do have another live event coming up soon. Next Wednesday, we're going to do show and tell. Then at 8 o'clock, Ask an Engineer is Adabox unboxing. That's so right. So if you didn't open your Adabox yet, don't. Don't. You can unbox it with JP live. Together. And if you don't have an Adabox subscription, go to adabox.com right now and get one, and you'll start on the next one because this is how we're doing it. That's right. Subscriptions, I think, are have opened. Um, uh, if they, they are, will. If they are, you'll be able to get one. Yeah, or if not, uh, you can uh, check back. We'll start week. with the next one. Yeah, next one, of course, because yeah. we've already shipped all of time. these okay. Halloween theme. But next week, yeah, tune in for a live unboxing. It'll be good. And also, we'll talk about some projects and maybe some demos. Yep. It's Halloween month. Okay, and before we go over new products, the code's bundle. All right, you ready, Lady Ada? Yes. All right. Okay, new products this week. Yep. First up, Geostem. This is a cute one. We got a couple samples of these, and we actually thought that this was a really cute idea. So the Raspberry Pi Zero can act as a USB gadget. That means when you plug it in, it acts like a USB client, because like the USB pins can be their host or client mode. And this is a little like PCB, and you see you fit onto the bottom. You have to solder it four points: the V bus, ground, D plus, and D minus. Then it comes, it comes with two plastic screws, um, and you put it on there. And then when you plug it in, it, it, you can have the Raspberry Pi Zero act as a USB dongle. It's going to be an interesting way for you to, you know, if you have a cluster of these that you want to uh, configure, or you want to have it act like a USB drive, or you just want to connect directly over serial through USB. Um, we have a guide on how to use the Raspberry Pi Zero um, in gadget mode. It's not too hard. You just have to edit your boot config and add a line, and then um, just... Um, enable one or two things and um, yeah your Raspberry Pi Zero is a USB stick um, so here it is but yeah the only thing to watch for is you know you do have to solder uh, it on and there's a couple solder points here and it doesn't work with every Raspberry Pi Zero it works with the latest Raspberry Pi Zero W 1.3 but there's a couple of earlier versions and the little dots on the bottom did move around so it won't be like a you know perfect fit uh, we don't really recommend it for anything other than the pi zero w 1.3 and then you just solder it on and you solder this connector and then like boop bob's your uncle usb okay next up um next up we have um two packs and this is the first pack for pi hole we um, did two guides for it it's this is a really awesome software written Oops. for Raspberry Pi. This is one kit. The first pack yeah. is a Raspberry Pi Zero W with a Pi OLED, and it's a, sorry, the Pi Zero WH, so it's fully assembled. You plug the Pi OLED in, you put the SD card in, you run the software to install it, and uh, you've got this ad blocking device that sits on your network. You set up as your DNS server, and it, it just drops all your ads. It works with tablets and phones and computers, works with everything. So you don't have to install any software on your computer. You don't have to install any extensions. Um, you just uh, you know run this and have it. You, you IP address. You plug that into your phone, and it works great. I use it at home all the time. So here's one that we've got on the overhead. There's another Pi Zero, 
Um, and you can see it's got the Pi OLED that's plugged in. It's really handy because it'll tell you. If yeah, you, how many? It'll tell you how many ads. How many ads you just blocked. turned this on. 149 ads already. Yeah, I know. Jeez. Two clients. And the IP address, that's really handy because you do need to have the IP address in order to um, put into your, your domain name for your phone. So it tells you the stats if it's running. Um, you can you know, change the code if you want to have it display other stuff. But yeah, so 149 ads blocked. I think it works great. Um, and it you know can automatically have it update and get the latest ad um, server details. But it yeah. works over DNS. So again, it works with every This is really good, as you said, every for computer. tablets and mobile devices because you can't really stop those ads. But now you can. Yep, and this is what I use at home. So um, support right. Piehole, but also if you want to pick up a pack, uh, do that. Speaking of, now we got another All one. Right, so let's say you're like, oh, I really like that little Pi Zero Piehole. It's cool, but it's over Wi-Fi. I want to use a really nice Raspberry Pi 3. I want to have Ethernet instead of Wi-Fi so it's more responsive. Maybe you're running it for like a really big company or household or whatever. So we have a pack for the Raspberry Pi 3. You can use it with the 2, but the 3 has Wi-Fi, so we recommend that instead. And it comes with a 2.0-inch color Pi TFT. And there's a little um, the pad, PADD software. It gives you even more details. It gives you, like, the host name. It tells you the load, the memory, um, how much bandwidth it's using. So it's like a full, you know, detailed spec of everything with your Pi hole. So we have that, if I can avoid unplugging it, over here. So the question is, well, what should you get? Should you get the, the, the Pi Zero version or should you get the Pi 3 version? Well, it depends. You know, if you need Ethernet, then definitely, you know, this is going to have Ethernet. You plug it right in and, you know, that's really nice because you'll definitely get better performance over Ethernet. But, you know, if you don't mind it being on Wi-Fi, you want to save a couple bucks, the Pi Zero W is going to be a lot less expensive. And uh, it's none of the, neither are easier to use. Both are, you know, the same exact software installation. This one just comes with a bigger screen and a nice bigger case. Okay. So two, two kits is to make your own ad blocker. We have the TF Mini. This is a little, well, it's called a micro LiDAR, but it's not. It's a, it's a time of flight sensor. It comes in a very nice case, which I like, uh, and it has UART output. And it's kind of unique in that not a lot of sensors have UART output, and that can be very handy because you can plug it into a computer with a USB a serial port um, adapter. I have one here I can show on the overhead real fast. But it basically uses infrared light. It's not a laser. And it's got, you know, power, uh, 5 volt power, ground, and then uh, uh, RX and TX, 3.3 uh, volt logic. Um, we have an Arduino library. You can use it with Arduino uh, that somebody wrote. And um, we also wrote a CircuitPython library, which means you can run it on uh, Windows, Mac, Linux, whatever. Plug this into your FTDI adapter, and then you can actually use this directly on your computer if you'd like. I'm just reading that Python serial data. Uh, so you can make interactive um, projects or motion detection stuff. But I guess the thing that's really nice about these is um, it comes in a nice case. You know, it's easily mounted and it's got these nice lenses. Works, like, I think, up to uh, 12 meters away. Okay. Next up. This is the, dub so the ESP32 Warover. We already had the Warum. <laughs> this yeah. is the Warover. Yeah, I love these names. Um, the Warover is a longer version of the ESP. You probably know this looks a lot like the ESP32 module that's on the Feather. It is very similar, but it's um, bigger and longer because it has a built-in PSRAM chip instead. It has, I think, 8 megabytes of PSRAM. And we even decapped one of these. So maybe, I'll get, nice. maybe I'll get real close here. 
so I can show you. Yeah, thanks to Dano for. Do you just took the cap off? And then make sure I'm zoomed in. Okay, so you got the ESP32 here. That's your classic. I think it's a four megabyte SPI flash. You've got the N10 and all the the passives, and that's all good. And over here is an eight megabyte PS RAM. So it's this uh, SPI RAM. It's not going to be, of course, as fast as if the RAM was on chip. But given that the instruction memory is on flash anyways, and it probably does some caching on here, um, we do have noticed that there's a couple projects that people like to build where you need to have extra RAM, like a couple of video game emulators. Uh, if you want to have it be like a Game Boy emulator, you do need to buffer a ton of stuff in RAM. Um, this PS RAM will be very, very handy. So it's a longer module. Um, it has the same pinouts. It's just they, they, they kind of moved it from being shorter and some pins on the side that the pins are now all along um, these two halves to make room for this uh, honking PS RAM chip but it still has um, sorry the FCC and your certification uh, markings on it telec so um, great if you're designing a board and there's um, Eagle CAD objects out there if you need them for uh, for adding this into your product and maybe we'll make a feather with it we'll see it's not out yet don't ask okay so that was that. Yes. Okay, next up, there's two stars of show tonight besides the Double community star. and Yuli Data. It is this. This is Mike Barilla's bundle. Yes. That's why the code's bundle. Bundle. So you know all about the best-selling number one book, Getting Started with Adafruit Circuit Playground Express. Gets you started. It's perfect if you want. You're like, I, I want to start learning how to program and make hardware using the Circuit Playground Express with MakeCode or CircuitPython or with Arduino. This book covers all three, so you'll get going. It's not like a mega book, but it's just enough. I actually think kind of big books are scary. This is, this is just the right amount. It's about like uh, three quarters of an inch thick. Um, I think so. What? Oh, yeah. Do you want to go overhead? Yeah, if you want to share some of the book. Yeah, sorry. I gotta, yeah. Hold on. Sorry. There's a lot of demos today. Yep. Which is good. Just have to um okay so it's a, a couple hundred pages and uh it's full color learning make code um so it goes through making blocks and dragging them and how to, to use that to get started with make code then of course blinka shows up um how to install and use moo and circuit python so you're you're ready to write python code um as well and how to even got some plotting going on there that's kind of nice and then finally um it has a couple chapters on Arduino, so how to use the Arduino circuit, um, Python, sorry, circuit playground library. So you're like, okay, I love this book, best-selling, best book ever. But what if you're like, I don't want to have to pick up all the. What do I need? What do I need? I just want to get. I just want to get, do this thing. So now we have a bundle. Bundle comes with the book, circuit playground express, the base packs. So you get the battery, battery packs, and batteries. So you have a remote. You can use it on the go. It's got like lights and audio, so it's great for you know, cosplay projects. USB cables, get a good USB cable so you know it will work. A bundle of Alligator Clip 2 breadboard wire adapters. This is good for a couple of the projects. And then uh, copper tape for capacitive touch projects. So you get kind of everything you need to go through the book and build a whole bunch of the projects. And then, of course, the Circuit Playground Express has so many sensors and LEDs built in. You don't need a whole bucket of parts because the parts are already on the board. Okay. Uh -huh. And tonight, the start yeah. of the show... Besides you, Lady of the community, and all the different team members, room out there is this. The NeoPixelate Feather. No, sorry, not the Feathering. The Friend. We had the Featherwing, and this is the Friend. I'm, I, there's so many NeoPixelates. So we have um, a little breadboard adapter. We made a 
feather wing version, but this is good for uh, if you're using it with a Metro M0 or Metro M4 and itsy bitsy. This is a level shifter booster specifically for NeoPixels. You don't have to use it with NeoPixels, but I don't know what else you'd use it for. It takes eight signals in, um, three volt or five volt logic. There's a little boost converter on it that will generate a clean five volts, and then it lifts those signals to five volts to cleanly drive NeoPixels. And it has, um, you see these uh, RJ45 jacks. That's a really easy way to, if you're gonna wire up a ton of LEDs, um, it makes it easier to, to clip in and out without uh, having to like, needle with a breadboard or little wire adapters because you know it, it, you can have eight wires so four data wires and four grounds okay uh, and we have a for, giant demo here yeah the, the demo is kind of enormous but i think i think if i kind of move yeah. stuff around a little bit okay so here you go yep so you got here the the metro m0 so the this is meant to work with our um, neopixelate library and the library um runs on the SAMD21 and the SAMD51. So those are the two chips that we recommend. It doesn't run on the Arduino Zero because the Arduino Zero doesn't have enough memory and doesn't have DMA. What's nice about the library is it does it all for you. Like there's no processor time being taken to drive this many pixels. It's all being done with DMA, that's direct memory access. So you just tell it, you know, write these pixel data, it goes off, it does it, and it returns immediately so you don't lose any time to actually toggle all the pixels and it happens all in parallel using um, this timer waveform peripheral that's built into the SAMD21 and 51. So um, to use that library, uh, we recommend you know the friend as an accessory. Again, you see it's like I just I can easily uh, plug in and unplug a ton of uh, NeoPixel strips here. I got like eight strips in, in a big ass pile. Um, you can use it with any SAMD, so it's the M0 board or SAMD51. Um, not every pin can drive the, the NeoPixel because it is, isn't on that peripheral, but you know, all of our boards have at least, except for like the Trinket and the Gemma, they all have at least eight pins that you can use. So uh, in the Metro M0 case, it's pins uh, zero through uh, eight, sorry, zero through um, seven. So the first eight pins, um, those are the pins that you know, we suggest using. And then the Metro M4, it's I think two through seven and then 10 and 11 and then you know each each board's going to be a little bit different um just because of where the timer pins ended up but if you want to add a ton of neopixel to your project uh this little accessory plus our library uh, is really cheap uh, use any neopixel compatible strips squares boxes rings whatever you want it can drive you know a couple thousand leds quite easily um and you get tons of processor time to to design how you want your lights to look so you're not spending all your time just twiddling those bits all right, and with that lady, Ada, is... So many LEDs. Brought us. Okay, it's time for a recap. Ready? Whew. We did it. Recap, recap, yeah. recap. The Zero stem for the Raspberry Pi Zero W 1.3 version allows you to turn your Raspberry Pi Zero W into a USB stick. Use USB gadget, you plug it in, it shows up like a USB device. Amazing. Block ads for any computer, tablet, phone, whatever, using Pi-hole. It's a really amazing software. This kit, um, all you need is included. Uh, just plug into USB power, install the software, and you can have a little OLED display uh, running Pi-hole to ad block your entire network. And if you want a bigger display, this is a Pi-hole kit uh, for Raspberry Pi with a nice color 2.0-inch display. Um, add in a Raspberry Pi 3 or 2, however you like, and you've got this nice big display for ad blocking. The TF Mini is a time of flight 
infrared sensor distance measurement has a nice little case and gives you 3.3 volt logic UART output. We have Arduino and CircuitPython code. The ESP32 Rover is an ESP32 module with all the certifications, a nice metal tin, chip and um, PCB antenna, and it comes with eight megabytes of PS RAM. So great for projects that need a ton of memory. This bundle uh, features Mike Barella's amazing number one best-selling book, Getting Started with Circuit Playground Express, and everything you need to get started and go through all the projects you're actually getting started with Circuit Playground Express. This handy bundle gets you started fast. The NeoPixelate Friend plugs into a breadboard and lets you control eight LED strips. It does the level shifting and boosting and all the wiring configuration makes it really easy to plug and play eight NeoPixel strips and then use our SAMD21 or SAMD51 DMA NeoPixel library to handle all this without doing any of the bit twiddling. It's all done with DMA so you could spend more of your time designing beautiful lighting, not just driving the beautiful lighting. That's it. Okay, folks. Well, um... Don't forget the codes bundle, 10% off from Native Restore all the way up to 11.59 p.m. We're going to do Top Secret, then answer some questions, Whew. give away something. Top Secret this week. Um, this is one of the most exciting new products. I think this is going to be a big, 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 big hit. This is the Adafruit Prop Maker Wing Shield. The most important thing is you came up with a name. Yeah. <laughs> that took a while. Yeah. So we showed up it's a demo a of this. Shield because it's a wing. It's for a feather. But it's, yeah. a, it's a prop maker wing. Uh, you know, everyone knows what we're yeah. talking about. Uh, Last yes. night we saw Phantom Menace because we wanted to study a lot of the old uh, light, we did. Li lightsabers. We did. We studied them. Uh, we know. We now understand all those memes. Um, so the prop maker wing, we showed up last week, but it controlled, as you can see, a 3-watt common anode RGB LED. It has a switch input. It can control NeoPixels. You just plug and play NeoPixels on the JST connector. It has an audio amplifier on the A0 pin for mono sound effects. As you saw, we love doing that with the Halloween and Circuit Playground. It's so, and Circuit Python. Um, it's so great to have an easy way to play audio effects. It really brings projects to life. And the center is accelerometer. So, um, yeah, we got some really cool looking silk screen here by Phil B. Yeah, I think this will be like, we called it the prop maker wing because, of Why course. Why do you call it that? Well, of course, it'll be used in a lot of lightsaber projects. But um, there's a. A profession prop making we think a lot of people are going to use this for props yeah we originally it was going to be like the saber wing because again we were doing these lightsaber projects we're like oh let's make a wing but then we're like you know what this is actually good for a lot of different projects that yeah. want interactivity audio and light effects this is a, a common thing in props so you know what sometimes we we design something then it turns out to be useful for a lot of different things so okay. tune in for that coming soon so not yet. all right this is um we just sent out this out a test flight which is a way to test um apps this is our Adafruit AR app, when it scans the QR code, it pops out the 3D model. So this is really handy. This could be on your invoice. This could be on an app. It also will say, hey, I'm going to take you to the Learn Guide for this particular project. And it'll take you to the Learn Guide right there on your device after you happen to scan in the QR code. Boop. And that is the demo. Um, we also have a video demo. This is something we shot late last night. And this is LiDAR and CircuitPython and more. And yeah, lasers. Past, you take it away. Lasers. All right, Lady Ada, what is this? Okay, it's laser time. It lasers the LiDAR. It's a laser ranging module uh, from Garmin. So they make the GPSs, but they also make LiDARs, which is kind of interesting, which makes sense. I guess if you're doing, you know, location, maybe you also want to do um, orientation or, or smart cars or stuff. So there's a LiDAR. It bounces lasers off of things to give you uh, precision distance measurements 
and uh, it can do very far distances and very fast. That's actually one of the nice things about these sensors is how fast they are. Okay, so you got a Metro M4 with Circuit Python. Yeah. You got Mo, and this is it working right now. This yeah. Is so you get so the this plotter. Is Python lidar. Yeah, and you can see it's. I mean, I'm not even doing it at the yeah, highest do speed. Do it again. Do it again. Oh, wave, wave your hand over. It's not even as fast as it can go. I actually slowed it down a little bit so the plotter wasn't like zooming back so yeah. far. But um, it's over I squared C. And then, yeah, it has to, you have to be right in front. That's another thing that's nice about LIDARs is they're very, like, it has to be right in front. Um, these are often put on robots, and the robot will scan the room, and it'll make a map. Yeah. It's called SLAM. Self-driving cars. This is good for self-driving cars, or, like, if you, you know, want to have an autonomous robot, or you want to have um, something that kind of knows when something's in front of it. Okay. The, the thing it's really good at, precision, extremely high speed. High, higher speed than anything else, and consistent measurements and then yeah garmin is a great brand okay so it's i squared c out and then yeah we've got um circuit python code you've got code on github we've got code on github and it's even on pi pi so you can uh, use this with a raspberry pi if you want yeah. and it's really easy you basically just print sensor distance and there you go and then you can do okay. it as fast as you want good so work that's what i'm working on today raspberry pi python circuit python lidar lidar driving cars okay cool bye, bye. Back in the vault. All right. Okay. If you're not on Discord, you should be there right now. It's adafruit.it slash Discord. And that is where we're answering questions. Okay. Um, Let's so do it. So this, um, the, the top secret thing we showed, we, got, we can't do a comparison right now of this versus Ultra, uh, Ultrasonic because it's not out yet. It's li LiDAR. But I will yeah. say, you can research LiDAR. LiDAR is uh, faster and much more precise. It's what is used by uh, like autonomous vehicles because it's uh, higher precision and um, a lot faster, but it's also a lot more expensive. Okay, someone says, I sent a really nice $100 class uh, scanning LiDAR sensor through the contact form a few weeks ago. Yes, thank you. Um, we look at all these. Yes. Sometimes it takes us a while. This is a, a Garmin one, as you saw. The, the one video. that I have is a Garmin, but um, if you paste up which one it is, I'll, I'll, I'll also look at it again. I mean, I have a list of LiDARs. Yeah. Just, the, the Garmin one is the first one that I got to play with, and I wanted to make sure that I write CircuitPython code so you can use it with a Raspberry Pi or a BeagleBone. Because uh, a lot of people do autonomous car projects with those, but also with the, you know, Arduino or, or Circuit Playground or whatever. So I want to make sure that I have code for all of these as well, because sometimes the code for them is not... You know, people, you were saying, a lot of people who write the code for LiDARs, they don't publish it, because they're like, I'm doing a startup. Yeah, they all just have tons of startups, and that's their intellectual property. They're building it on a lot of open source. So we'll have probably the first really good Python, well, Circuit Python um, code that'll run on, like, Raspberry Pi, BeagleBone, stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, does LiDAR have a minimum range? That's a general question. We could do that one. Um, it it really depends on the LiDAR and the lensing, but you have to look at the product page for the LiDAR you're thinking of. They do yeah. have different ranges. Okay. Um, there is, I think, if I'm uh, reading this right, I think the premiere of Doctor Who is starting this weekend. Ah, that's wonderful. So thanks for putting that in there. Yeah, check that out. I might do a Doctor Who-related thing. Um, the store code really should be time lady related. That's my Okay. Yeah. Well, maybe bundle is. How yeah. do you know? You yeah. haven't seen the first okay. few episodes. Uh, let's see. Um, people really like Pi Hole. Um, they they, um, they uh, like looking at the number of queries. It hits I, a day. I love looking at the queries because yeah. you know what? It's like, it's, it's like you're like, oh, look at all the ads I'm not seeing. So what's funny is I did the guide a few months ago with that Pi Zero with the OLED. That same. Pi Zero running Pi Hole. I have been running it nonstop. I plugged it into the back of my router because um, it has a little USB slot, so I just plugged it in, powered it like that, and it's been running for like six to eight months. And we use yeah. it 
at the Lady Ada home base, which is pretty much like this, but with not a picking place. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's a little difference. smaller. And it's been running nonstop, and I love it. It's, um, it's totally saved my brain. Someone says, looking forward to the anonymous car guides on Adafruit Learning System. Yeah, us too, because there's not a lot of open source autonomous car guides. And yeah. we will probably be running In Python, those. I yeah. think like the Metro M4 or the Raspberry Pi using yep. CircuitPython would be great. Okay, um, will we ever do a Metro-shaped Cricut? I think we'll probably stick with Feather. I'm probably not going to do a Metro-shaped Cricut, and the reason is... Dark, you, know, you know what I mean. Yeah, a shield. Yeah. I, the reason is is that um, we actually sell a lot more feathers. Um, the feather form factor is a lot more popular. Yep. And since we have the Metro M0, Metro M4, those have been like featherified. And like, I can't think of a ton of shields that are only available for like Arduino shape that aren't also available in feather or breakout shape. So I kind of have to make a choice. I decided, you know what? Let's stick with the, you know, we're going to have microbit where the microbit plugs in, the circuit playground express where the circuit playground express bolts on, does the first one, the feather where the feather plugs in, and then coming very, very, very soon, very, like, very, very soon is the cricket hat. And I thought we'd start with those four. And yeah. the thing is, you can always use wires to connect to, like, the feather um, one because, you know, you only need the data I squared C power and ground wires. So if you really are just like, look, I, I want to, you know, use it with a Metro or some other chip and you don't have a specific shape, just connect the four wires and it's power ground, um, clock and data, and that's it. And you can just connect to it over I squared C. Okay. Um, I'll say one business note since you said of the, we were out selling, uh, Feathers out selling Metro. So not only that, so when we had like peak sales of Arduino Uno, when it was yeah. Arduino Uno, um, we now sell more circuit playground expresses than that because there's a lot of circuit playground expresses. Yeah. And Feather, even at peak Arduino, when it was like top of the market, when Arduino Unos were in really high demand, um, Feather was outselling Arduino Uno uh, 15 to 1 just because of the migration. We have so many Feathers yeah. and people love the, so that, the wireless, the Bluetooth. The, yeah. It's great. So like, you know, w we really like doing this stuff, but also the market kind of decided, and this is... This is what it is, like Circuit Playground Express, yeah. Feather. We still have Metro for like a couple shields and a few things, but I, the I market really good. moved towards yeah. this other form factor. The thing is also it's because you can, yeah, I mean, yeah. if it if it turns out to just be ridiculously popular, I'll, I'll think about making a shield. It's just not quite the right okay. shape either. So some folks are answering each other. This okay. is about particle. Have you heard of the Feather compatible particle I.O.? Yes, we partnered yeah, with them. Yeah, we um, Will it be <laughs> able to uh, have Wi-Fi to boost the Circuit Python support with the sport? It uses NRF. Uh, 52, 830, um, and ESP32 okay. coprocessor. So, so I can't speak because I do have, do not have their hardware. However, we do have an NRF52, 840 circuit Python port. I don't know how they're doing their Wi-Fi stuff, but the Bluetooth should just work because it's the same chip. Uh, and that that said, it's in the circuit Python code is heavily alpha. If you want to join in, we'd really like you to. Yeah, I'll October. Say, <laughs> I'll say this: we will definitely, for sure, absolutely have a Bluetooth circuit playground, and we'll have a uh, Bluetooth. And Wi-Fi circuit play. like this is all happening. It just takes a while. Like we'll have all this stuff eventually. Um, yeah, there's, <laughs> have you mentioned? Have we mentioned that your purchases help support? Yeah. So this engineering is incredibly hard and yeah. requires our incredibly talented programmers to spend a lot of time to get working. Yeah. It's not easy code. We like to pay people. This isn't volunteers, so we like we 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 have to compete with. There's a lot of demand. And then we for open this type source it. Yeah. We open source it. And we and give all, it away. And we give it away. And like then, chumps. Like chumps. <laughs> but and the then, more you give, the more you get. And that's yeah. why we do it. So so that's the thing. If if even if you end up using Circuit Python on other hardware, which is totally fine. We love that. Um, 
you can help support us by opening um, issues on GitHub, yeah. um, buying hardware if you can't afford it, if you can't, um, being part of the community, helping others. Um, okay. Those are other ways you can contribute. So the question for tonight. Thank you, everybody. Yeah. Good work. Lady Ada, we're going to give away something. What do you want to give away? We're going to give away... Oh, as we, uh, I thought we were going to do the, the bundle. Book bundle. The bundle. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Sorry. I, I meant okay. bundle, but I was what bundling. Are the, what are the rules? Rules are if you've won something before, you can't win again. Only one winner per my lifetime. The first mm -hmm. person who calls the phone number um, when... Uh, sorry, i got to move Yeah, stuff. you got to move your I'm doing, I'm doing stuff. I'm doing stuff. Uh, the first person to call um, the Magic Radio Shack phone rings twice. I'm going to pick it up, and I'm going to say, Ahoy, ahoy. That's how you know it's me. You will win the Getting Started with Circuit Playground Express bundle with all of these goodies and the best-selling book by Mike Barella. So call this number. It's going to ring twice. Yeah. I'm going to pick it up. I'm going to say ahoy, ahoy. It's, it's own bit stab. And that's the phone. And this is the phone. Oh, wow. That was fast. That was fast. Okay, it's rainbowy, too. You can see. Okay, picking up one more time. Okay. It's ready. You ready? Yeah, go for it. Ahoy, ahoy. Ahoy, ahoy. Oh, hello? Hi. Hello. Congratulations. You've called Ask Engineer and won a fabulous bundle. Wonderful. That is wonderful. It's like the first good thing you've heard this week. Okay, so what's your name and where are you calling from? My name is Dale. I'm from San Diego. Okay. Hi, Dale from um, San Diego. Well, congratulations. You won um, this pack. All you have to do is email support at adafruit.com. That's S-U-P-P-O-R-T at adafruit.com. And say, hey, I want a 3977. Yeah, that's the Circuit Playground pack. What's a project you're working on or you want to work on? I'm working on a couple of small robots using all eight of the parts. Oh, that's awesome. Well, maybe you can use a Circuit Playground Express. We have a couple of robots building that. You can... I've, got, I've got the little red robot and, and the three-deaf black brown robot. Ah, cool. On. All right. Well, awesome. This is a, You are the perfect uh, winner of this prize because you're going to totally use it. So, yeah, all you have Absolutely. to do is email support at adafruit.com. Pick up that bundle. You can use it. You can gift it to someone else the holidays. And then come by on Show and Tell and show us your robots because we'd love to see them. I will. And it's 3977, right? That is correct because I can barely read from this distance. But yeah, 3977. Thank you. All right. Thanks, Dale San Diego. Have a great night. I will. Thank okay, you. Bye. Okay. Success. Yet again. Okay. It worked out. That is the show for tonight. Thanks, everybody. All right. Thanks, everybody. Um, Got to jet out. Got to go. Um, We'll answer more stuff in Discord and more later. Oh, uh, any info on the Adafruit, uh, the PR key? Um, I think we're running out. Uh, there was, there's a software thing I want to fix. Yeah. I would, as soon as it's in the store, it's in the store. Yeah. <laughs> Some we sold out really fast of those. Yeah. Okay. I want to I fix it and make it work with 3.0 um, really solid. Yep. That's on me. Okay. All right. Well, that's it for tonight. Everybody, thanks so much. This is the code bundle. Don't forget. It supports us. Everybody at Adafruit. Special thanks to everyone at home, at work, in the community, in Discord, wherever you are in the world. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll be here next week. Same time, same place. And uh, it is the... Same fruit channel. Yeah, we'll be, we'll, we'll be show and tell, oh, right. and then JP's doing Ask an Engineer. Right. Because we're doing Native Box Unboxing. Unboxing. But we'll be in the chat room. We'll be here. We'll be here in spirit. Yeah, we'll be in the Discord chat room. Um, so yeah, we'll be okay. more chatty. All right, this is your moment of Zener. Thanks, everybody. Bye. -bye. Good night.